الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم ان ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والذي نفسي بيده لا يشكن ان ينزل فيكم ابن مريم حكما عدلا فيكسر الصليب ويقتل الخنزير ويضع الحرب ويفيض المال حتى لا يقبله احد حتى تكون السجده الواحده خير من الدنيا وما فيها سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ذل شيخ الله respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home in the last session of dars e hadith we basically covered all the important aspects of the coming of imam e mahdi radiyallahu ta'ala an imam e mahdi is a title given to him his name is muhammad imam e muhammad mahdi radiyallahu ta'ala an will be the privileged one to serve Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam he will arrange for Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam to come down from the white minaret of the Jamia Masjid on the eastern side of Dimashq Syria Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam will come down in the Quran Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam's name comes approximately 25 times The hadith is replete with the name of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam. This one hadith here, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, the narrator is Hazrat Jabir bin Abdullah radiyallahu ta'ala an. He says that I have heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam yakul, la tazalu ta'ifatun min ummati yuqatiluna ala al-haqqi zahirina ila yawm al-qiyamah. Huzul alayhi salatu wassalam has mentioned a group from my ummah will always remain fighting for the truth. A group from my ummah will always remain fighting for the truth until the day of qiyamah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the hadith has mentioned فَيَنْزِلُ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمْ until Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam comes down from the heaven. This is just one hadith in which the name of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam is mentioned. Precise description is given to us. This is the power, the mu'ajizah, the miracle of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We cannot doubt the word of Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam. There is no doubt in the coming of Imam Mahdi. There is no doubt in the coming of Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam. There is no doubt in the coming of Dajjal. There is no doubt in the coming of Yajuj, Majuj. There is no doubt in the coming of Dabbatul Ard. There is no doubt, absolutely, whatever Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam has mentioned in the hadith, a prophecy given to this ummah is sahih. Is sahih and we have to accept that. That is the part of iman. A believer believes in every word of every zabar and every zair of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
Prophet in the hadith has mentioned when he comes down he will be wearing a long kurta, a jabba a jubba made out of two pieces of garments even the color of that kurta is mentioned in the hadith zard, zard, zard ka hoga saffron colored jabba Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam will be wearing it is as if though in the time of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam he is witnessing everything Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam is saying he will have two, one jabba, one long jabba a long beard beautiful long hair, an extremely handsome face very very beautiful, all Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam are handsome even Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam some of the learned scholars go to the extreme of Allahu Akbar really putting down Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam that insects came out from his body, that is not the way one should present Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam is a mighty messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no such thing as insects coming out from the body of a prophet. And this is the problem. A lot of people don't have this deep understanding of the Quran and Hadith. Anbiya alayhim salatu wasalam are pure people. There was this illness inside him, but not to the extreme that we describe the great prophet in that way. Subhanallah alazim. That is wrong. That is blasphemy. That is disrespect to the great prophet. Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam. All prophets are beautiful. All prophets are beautiful. I did show you the face of Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Qadiani. Did I show it to you? If you remember, very long time back. I showed you the face of Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Qadiani. One of his eye, if I can remember, it's the left eye. One eye is bigger than the other eye. The other left eye is closing. And Ma'ad Allah he claimed to be the Prophet after Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this is a great fitna we are not to take this lightly professional people have become Qadiani people holding great positions in Pakistan are Qadiani Albania Qadianis are working third world countries the Qadianis are working they are sponsored they have all the finance they have a, a channel it's the Ahmadiyya uh, channel I think here a lot of Muslim women want to watch that. Allahu Akbar. We have to be extremely careful. The knowledge that we take, the book that we read, Subhanallah, it has to be in accordance to the Sharia of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hazrat Isa will be beautiful when he comes. He won't be extremely tall, nor will he be very, very short. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that if you look at the hair, it will seem as if water is dripping out from his hair. Like someone has done ghusl and has just come out without drying his hair. If he has zulfa, you will notice that the hair is wet and it will, uh, the water will dribble down the shoulder. If you look at Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam and he comes at that precise time from the white minaret, the first group to see him, that is what they will witness. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam has said but the hair will be absolutely dry. That is just the beauty given to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wa salam. Subhanallah alazim. Precise description is mentioned in the hadith when he comes down as mentioned also last week. It will be time for salat. He will push Hazrat Imam Mahdi forward. Imam Mahdi will read the salat. 
Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam will be the Muqtadi. One of the reasons also for Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam to be appointed as that Prophet to come as an Ummati of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Allama Anwar Shah Kashmiri rahmatullah alayhi has written here in the Sharah that when Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam read the description and the beauty of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the scriptures that were revealed to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam that is Injil and the fazilat of the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that precise time at that moment he made dua with khulus with ikhlas subhanallah all the dua of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam is with khulus but extremely with khulus at that time he wanted to be the ummati of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and at that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his dua and the second reason also is that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam is the only prophet who has not experienced death the qaida is the law is that anyone who is made out of this earth dust mitti he can only rest in the earth he has to be buried he cannot experience death somewhere else and be somewhere else up in the heavens. So he will have to come down. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will have to come down and he will experience death. Death will come to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. One of the things we have to remember at the second advent of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's anger will be with the Christians. His anger will be with the Christians because it is the Christians who humiliated him and who have embarrassed him by blaspheming and uttering words like Son of God. He is the Son of God. He is God and the Trinity. He will be extremely angry with the Nasara, with the Christians at that time. Basically, if you look at the Bible that is in circulation today, it is not the Bible that was revealed to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, but rather it is the Pauline version of the Bible. It is Pauline Christianity that we are seeing today. This man called Paul, he is the one, he is the author of two-thirds of the Bible. A man who has never physically met or has never seen Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Everything what he wrote was through visions that he saw or through dreams that he saw. And he has recorded all his dreams and the visions that Jesus came to me and this is what he said and this is what he said. Allahu Akbar Kabir. And this is what we have today, the Pauline version of the Bible. Perhaps the only gospel that gives us a little insight of the truth or what Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam preached to his people. And again, Alhamdulillah, we have nothing to do with the Gospels. Alhamdulillah, Quran is sufficient. But just for the benefit of doubt, and it is good for the Muslims to educate themselves in that way also. The closest Bible is the Gospel of Barnabas here. It's a, it's a very handy book here. Barnabas, Burnabas was the disciple of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. If you go to a Christian today and show him this, he won't believe 
in this Bible, he will, he will reject the Bible, the Gospel of Barnabas. Because in the Gospel of Barnabas, there is clear mentioning of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The first translation was done by Mr. and Mrs. Raag in 1906. And it was printed in Oxford University here. And then all of a sudden, all the editions that were out there vanished. There were only two left. One in the British Library, one in Washington, the Congress Library in Washington. And through one of the American brothers who was working there at that time, and he had a Pakistani friend, he gave one version, a copy of it, to that person who was in Pakistan. And the Pakistani government, the Council, the, the Council of Quran at that time, published the Gospel of Barnabas for the first time. And all the prints that we have basically today, the Gospel of Barnabas, is printed in Pakistan. This Gospel here is perhaps something close to what we can understand what Hazrat Isa preached. The rest of it is all Pauline Christianity. Majority of them did not even see Hazrat Isa As for Barnabas, he was a Hawariyin, he was the disciple of Hazrat Isa and on the very last page, Hazrat Isa told him, commanded him to write the Gospel. In this Gospel, just uh, I have read in the short period of time two passages where Hazrat Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam's name is mentioned on page 141. Isa alayhi is talking to Barnabas, that is his disciple. Jesus answered, Believe me, Barnabas, that I cannot weep as much as I ought to. For if men had not called me God, I should have seen God here as he will be seen in paradise. Pastor man, I would have seen God here in this world as he will be seen in paradise if they did not say Jesus is the Son of God. And should have been safe not to fear the day of judgment, but God knoweth that I am innocent because never have I harbored thought to be held more than a poor slave. Allah, that is the humility. That is how humble the prophets were in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the present day Bible, one of the disciples came to Jesus and said to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, Oh good master, oh good master. And Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam heard him say, Good master, he says, Why do you call me good? Good is only God. Isa alayhi salatu was salam is not prepared to take the title of being good. How is he prepared to be God? He says, good is only God. Good is only God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was the taqwa. This was the character of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And he said to Barnabas, that for this I must have great persecution and shall be sold by one of my disciples for 30 pieces of money. Gaddari, traitors. It is the same old story. Same old story, wherever you go. Even Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. A traitor for 30 pieces of money. Muslims should be strong, my respected brothers. For the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. Let alone disrespecting 
and Allah was selling out his brother even to think bad of a Muslim brother is Gunai Kabira. Is Gunai Kabira. So many times you have mentioned that the honor of a Muslim is much more than Khana Qaba. Much more than Khana Qaba. Subhanallah. That is why Hazrat, the father of Mana Asad Madani, Mana Hussein Madani, Rahmatullah who taught Bukhari Sharif in Medina Munawwara for several years. When the Hujra of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the room in which Aad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is buried today, as Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha's room, at that time, Hussain al-Madni rahmatullahi alayhi, when he entered the room, he swept the entire room where Huzul alayhi salatu wa salam was resting with his beard. This is the love that he had for the Raza of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Great scholars. He said at that time that the damage Muslims have done to Islam, even the Christians and Jews have not done damage to Islam. The damage, the destruction that Muslims have caused to Islam is greater than what we are witnessing. Is much, much more than the damage we see today coming from other people who are non-Muslims. That is the problem with our society. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the tawfiq. When one Muslim says to you, Al-Majalisu Bil-Amana, what I am saying to you, this is my private talk to you and I put my trust, I am trusting you. Al-Majalisu Bil-Amana. Subhanallah that private talk should be sealed permanently. He should not talk to anyone about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the tawfiq. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was saying that one of my disciples will sell me for 30 pieces of money whereupon I am sure that he who shall sell me shall be slain in my name for God shall take me up from the earth and shall change the appearance of the traitor so that everyone shall believe him to be me. Nevertheless, when he dies an evil death I shall abide in that dishonor for a long time in the world. But when Muhammad shall come, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we see clearly the name of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as mentioned in Surah Saf, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, not on one occasion, but on every occasion, every time that opportunity came to him, he said clearly to his disciples of the coming of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, when Muhammad shall come, the sacred messenger of God, that infamy shall be taken away, and this shall God do because I have confessed the truth of the Messiah. This is just one passage in the Gospel of Barnabas where Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's name is taken. Just one more passage here on page 271. Jesus again said to Barnabas, Believe me, Barnabas, that every sin, however small it be, God punisheth with great punishment, seeing that God is offended at that sin. And though I have been innocent in the world, since men have called me God, Son of God, God in order, that I be not mocked of the demons on the day of judgment, he said, This mocking shall continue until the advent of Muhammad. This mocking shall continue until the 
advent of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the messenger of God, who when he shall come shall reveal this deception to those who believe in God's law. That is why, alhamdulillah, every single Muslim today believes in Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in the correct way, that he is the mighty messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Great, great Christians I have here who became Muslims, not by one someone going to them and preaching them about Islam. One person here, before going to that Christian person, is a Hindu person whose Islamic name is Dr. Islamul Haq. He has got so many titles here, MD, DD, PhD, CAPM, Allah Akbar. So many titles, a well-learned scholar, it seems, from the titles given to him. Was famous by his Hindu name, Mahant Dr. Shiv Shakti Swarup. Mahant Dr. Shiv Shakti Swarup. He embraced Islam on the 10th of May 1986, along with his wife and daughter. The amazing thing is how he accepted Islam, what roads he had to cross. He took his primary education in a Hindu monastery where he received his MA in Orientalism in Allahabad, Allahabad University. He then received his religious degree of Acharya in Kangdi Religious Institution and then proceeded to obtain his DD, Doctor of Divinity, like Ahmad Didat, DD at Oxford University in England. He is thus a double PhD. He went to the Vatican on the invitation of the Pope, a Hindu, went to the Vatican on the invitation of the Pope, where he received enough pressure to accept Christianity. Where he received enough pressure to accept Christianity. Now Mr. Mahan Dr. Shiv Shakti Swaru becomes a a Christian and a learned Christian, he was invited to deliver lectures on seven different subjects and that task he performed so astonishingly well that they granted him the highest honorable degree, this degree DFMCAP. They even granted him the citizenship of the Vatican. They even granted him the citizenship of the Vatican. In spite of all this, he says, Christianity could never satisfy my mind and heart. I returned to India in search of the real truth. He said, here in India they crowned me as the greatest religious and spiritual leader. But he was still thirsty for the real truth and continued his search until he was honored in his dream of the Holy Prophet Muhammad wasallam to initiate him with the kalima. Wasallam came to him in the dream. From Hindu he became uh, a Christian, a Catholic priest who would lecture, who knew everything. But because he was thirsty, in the dream, Hazrat Nabi Kareem came to him and Wasallam taught him the Kalima. He was explained in his dream the meaning of the Kalima and with an instruction to propagate it. His wife, his wife also had the same dream in the same time, at, in the same night. 
This was a great miracle for both him and his wife. They had this wonderful spiritual experience in 1984. After that, he began to practice Islam secretly. He and his wife and daughter accepted Islam publicly in Bhopal with the sighting of Ramadan moon on May the 10th, 1986. Our sallallahu alayhi wa came in the dream to the wife and also to this brother here. And alhamdulillah, his name is Dr. Islamul Haq. He was a Hindu. The other person here was a Christian, Dr. Abdul Karim, journalist. Again, such a learned person. He knew the Turkish language, Persian, Arabic. He knew everything. But still, he was not satisfied. Until one day he saw the Prophet ﷺ, he says, appeared before me with an agreeable scent emanating from his simple but exquisite robe. His eyes glittering with noble fire, he addressed me with a manly voice. Why do you worry? Why do you worry? The straight path is before you, safely spread out like the face of the earth. Walk on it with the strength of faith. I groaned with pain. I cannot solve the mysteries which are covered by impenetrable veils. In the dream he said, help me, Muhammad, or Prophet of God, help me. When he woke up straight away also, he embraced Islam. Allahu Akbar. So basically, the, the version of the Bible that we have today is the Pauline version. The closest Bible is the Gospel of Barnabas. Again, we have no ta'alluq with the Gospel, no relationship, no connection. But in there at least there is the mentioning of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is very very important before we go into the subject of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Because Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's connection is with the three major religions. Judaism, Christianity and Islam. We have to have this clear understanding of the status of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in all the religions. When Isa alayhi salatu wasalam comes for the second time, how, what will be the aqidah of the Christians, the Jews, the Christians and the Muslims when he comes for the second time? The Jews basically when they witness Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in the scripture, in their scripture it was mentioned that the two Masih will come. One will be the true Masih, one will be the false Masih. They did not judge Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam in the right way. In the coming of two Masih, one the true Masih, the second one will be the false Masih. Belief in Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, when Isa alayhi salatu wasalam came, they took him to be the false Masih. Because he was crucified, thus they asserted that him to be according to the law of Moses, to be the cursed one and the false prophet. Because he was crucified. They said that he is the false prophet and he is Ma'az Allah, the Dajjal that is mentioned, the false prophet. Final result, again beautifully predicted by Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said when Dajjal will come, his army will be made up of Jews. Why Jews? Very simple. Because the Jews will be the first one to accept him. They will take the Jal to be the true Masih that is mentioned. They have already judged Isa alayhi salatu was salam as to be the false Messiah or the false prophet. 
So even when Isa alayhi salatu wasalam comes, they will have no concern with Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. They don't believe in Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Ma'allah, they go as far as saying Isa alayhi salatu wasalam is an illegitimate child of Hazrat Maryam alayhi salatu wasalam. Ma'allah. Allahu Akbar. So when Dajjal will come, when Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will come, Imam Mahdi will be there, Dajjal will come, they will take him to be the false Masih, they will take Dajjal to be the true Masih and they will become the army of Dajjal. That is the Aqeedah of the Jews when Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam comes for the second time. As for the Christians, they admitted the curse but said that he had been cursed for their sake. And subsequently the curse has been removed and he rose to the heaven. They believe in this uh, Allah Akbar, the original sin that Adam alayhi salatu was a sinner so everyone it trails all the way down, all of them are sinners I don't know if you have ever experienced the Jehovah's Witness when they come to you so you should have two paracetamols ready they have all the patience in the world and you can do absolutely anything to them they are they soft they, they are willing to hear whatever you say and then they will say and talk to you about the original sin. They will have the card in front of you. This is what happened. This is what happened. Look at the world and all that. Allah Akbar trying to convert you. Subhanallah al-Azim. They believe in the original sin. So Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, God sacrificed his own son for the evil, for the sins of the entire humanity. Allah Akbar. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again removed the curse from Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. But what will happen to the Christians? When for the second time they see Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam coming down, Alhamdulillah, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be with them. As sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, majority of the people at that time, the Christian, will embrace Islam. They will become Muslims. How will they become Christians when Isa alayhi salam tells them that I am Isa? And I believe in the Sharia of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for those who don't embrace Islam again, they will stay with the, the Jalik force and they will join the Jews at that time. As for the Muslims, alhamdulillah, we have this clear picture. Isa alayhi salatu wa salam will come. The Jal will come. Isa alayhi salatu wa salam has never been crucified. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him up in the heaven. Another Isa alayhi salatu wasalam comes, the first amal, his mission will be to make all the other laws and religions obsolete. There will be no other religion except for Islam, except for deen haq Great tribulations will come. The Jal will come, Yajuj, Majuj will come in the time of Isa alayhi salatu The Jal will come and Yajuj, Majuj. The force of Yajuj, Majuj, they are Allah Akbar, incredible creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will only be the Baddu'a that will come in force, which, we, which will at the end destroy all of them. Inshallah at that time we will go into the explanation of Yajuj and Majuj. But the first action that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will do, as I said to you earlier on, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam's anger will be with the Christians. Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, فَيَقْسِرُ السَّلِيبِ He will destroy all the crosses, all the salib, the crucifix. And even the Christians at that time will help him put down all the cross, the crucifix. 
فَيَقْسِرُ السَّلِيمِ He will destroy everything. What you see on East Park Road there, all the time, when you're standing there. Is it nothing to you all that who you pass by the solar and it continues. وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ الْعَلِيِّ الْعَزِيمِ All the cross, the crucifix will come down in the time of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. He will be so angry that even pork, the kuffar that have taken pork, وَيَقْتُلُ الْخِنْزِيرِ The swine, سُوْرْكُ كَتَيْ Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will kill all the khinzir in the world at that time. وَيَضَعُ الْحَرْبُ وَيَفِيذُ الْمَالِ حَتَّى لَا يَقْبَلَهُ أَحَدٌ so much barakah will be there at that time. So much barakah that no one will want to accept zakat money and sadaqah money. It will be an offense if you go to a Muslim and say, look, this is sadaqah and zakat. Take it. Nobody will be prepared to take zakat and sadaqah. All of them will be very, very rich and wealthy. Barakah will be with them. حَتَّى لَا يَكْبَلَهُ أَحَدٌ حَتَّى تَكُونَ السَّجْدَةُ الْوَاحِدَ خَيْرٌ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا وَمَا فِيهَا The level of taqwa in the time of Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam, this is after the end of Yajuj, Majuj and Dajjal. The level of iman and taqwa will be so high that every Muslim for them the greatest treasure will be only one sajda that they perform for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One sajda. That will be the greatest treasure for them. Subhanallah al-Azim. Allahu Akbar. Wasallam has also mentioned that the people in the time of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will be incredible Muslims. They will have no enmity, they will have no hasad, they will have no books, they will have no jealousy, they will have no shahna, they will have no greed, no nothing. They will be mukhlis, they will be sincere people. Imagine the whole world, everyone there, there is no such thing as kuffar. Everyone in the world at that time will all be Muslims, Muslims and Muslims, Barakah. The Barakah will be so much, Allahu Akbar. I don't know if anyone here is fond of snakes. Anyone here keeps a snake as a pet or something before we go into the fatwas? Can we keep a snake as a pet? If anyone here is fond of snakes, then the time will come that Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith وَيَلْعَبُ السِّبْيَانُ بِالْحَيَاةِ لَا تَذُرُّهُمْ Children who live in the jungle at that time, Muslim children who live in the deserts, not in the city they will play with the snakes they will play with the snakes لَا تَذُرُّهُمْ and the snake will not harm them that is how much barakah and rahmat will be at that time Snakes will be there and the snakes will not harm the children. These are the words of Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam. وَيَلْعَبُ السِّبْيَانُ بِالْحَيَاةِ لَا تَذُرُّهُمْ فَيَمْكُثُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ أَرْبَعِينَ سَنَةً Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will live in this world for approximately 40 years after that. 40 years. In the hadith, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, he will also get married. Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam will also perform nikah. He will have to experience death and he will have to make nikah because nikah is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the hadith, it is mentioned that the lady who will, 
who he will get married to is one lady from the tribe of Banu Kalb. Banu Kalb, an Arab lady. One should be happy, Isa is getting married here. Ha ha, oh yes, Musa, Musa is mashallah, can remember everything. Yeah? So, Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will get married with this Arab lady. After that, in the hadith it is mentioned, Wajuradu. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will also have children. We also have children. Al sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I mentioned in the last session, he will make Hajj and Umrah. He will make Hajj and Umrah. He won't go with any group. He won't need to go with any group. Yeah. You can't go. You have to go with a group. It's a monopoly. You're gripped. Hazrat will not go with anyone. He will perform his Hajj in accordance to the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Al Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in the Hadith that when he dies, Hazrat Isa Alaihi Salatu Wasallam ka intiqal hoga. At that time, the hujrah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam will be opened up for him by the Muslims at that time. Until today, the entire hujrah, the room of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam, has been sealed up. Even though we see, we can see something there, but we, you cannot see exactly what it is there. It's all covered up. Everything is covered. So much covered that even down, a few feet down, under the ground, it, is, it has all been sealed up. Only at the time of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will entry be made for the first time in the hujrah of Nabi, of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and there is only space for one individual there. As Hazrat alayhi salatu wasalam has said that the space has been reserved for my brother who will come who is Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will rest there close to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith that on the day of Qiyamah close to me the first person to be raised up from the grave will be Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam and with Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wa sallam will be Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq and after that, all the people of Jannatul Baqi, that will be the first cemetery from which people will be resurrected again out. And the second cemetery is the cemetery in Makkah Mukarrama, Jannatul Mu'alla, where Hazrat Khadijatul Kubra is resting. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said. Inshallah ta'ala, uh, next week we can continue with the story of Dajjal, what will happen when Dajjal comes and continue of uh, after that with the jar the coming of yajuj and majuj inshallah ta'ala alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa salatu wa salam ala sayyidil mursalin la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inna kunna min az-zalimin allahumma inna nas'aluka al-'afwa wal-'afiyah fi dunya wa al-akhirah allahumma inna nas'aluka min rizqika wal-jannah wa na'udhu bika min ghadabika wan-nar allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka 'abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka 'abduka muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa anta al-musta'an wa 'alayka al-balagh wa la hawla 
ولا قوة إلا بالله سمينا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين